Hello guys and welcome to your hashtag backstory. This is our season 3. Thank you so much for your support for the previous backstory season. It was a well worth listening to these stories. Take a look at our previous episodes. And again, we are revisiting the what's, the why's, and the hows of LGBTQ and kindreds and allies, as well as how we arrived to where we are today. This is your hashtag backstory, telling one story at a time. Self-acceptance allows you to recognize and admit your own talents and faults. Accepting yourself allows you to practice self-care and have a lot more positive attitude towards who you are. This will allow you to grow and improve as a person and in your life. Not taking things personally provides you the strength, confidence, and insight to alter the aspects of yourself that need to be changed while being calm enough to accept the aspects of yourself that you can't change. In the second episode of Backstory, I interviewed Enid about his journey to self-acceptance, perseverance, and service. Hi Enid, good evening. Welcome to our season three of our Backstory. Uh, good know, evening. It's been a long time. It's, it's a, uh, well, it's, I think it's always a divine timing. I always believe in that. So, um, I want to know now from you, can you tell us what did this pandemic or COVID-19 do to you, your relationship, your friendship? Uh, um, oh, um, well, COVID is, is um, COVID pandemic as pandemic itself for me is um is a very uh is a very it's an unseen enemy kumbaga, or like as i as i would put it um because it creates fears because nobody like a lot of people know like almost everyone in the world uh, doesn't know anything about it um it is uh, it kind of like baffles the 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 scientists on how to address the pandemic and save um or uh, protect people from from getting from getting the virus. Uh, so basically, first, what COVID um posed to me was fear itself. Like it kind of like um all of us has, has have fears, um but it kind of um pushed uh the fear inside of me up front. Um, in front of me, um, and it kind of um, uh, pushed me back a little bit, and uh, also um, it it kind of like um, um, made me feel uh, anxious and concerned, as like 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 something that I have not felt before. Um, not even when I had HIV positive, when I was diagnosed with HIV positive, I think this was some. Um, this is this more some, like this is different from, from that. This experience. was different, yeah. Because because before, um, HIV. When I learned about my HIV status, I, I like I I I did some you know digging information, and it gave HIV a face. So yeah. I gave HIV a face. So like I know how it looks like. 
um, figuratively. So I know how to address in case I am afraid of it or in mm-hmm. case of times that I'm afraid of it. But COVID-19, is, um, it's very difficult to paint a picture of what it is, of what it can do. So the fear is something different. Um, because, yeah, that's the nature of human beings. Um, we want to know. Um, and what we do not know, we are afraid of. And what we are afraid of, we want to destroy. Well, yeah, I, I all agree to what you've said. And also, um, this pandemic as well directed you to, to new friendships, right? Like new friendships at the same time. Connecting with people. I think it, it's also good that um, one way or another, the pandemic happened uh, because we were we were taught to be you know to check on ourselves to well you mentioned a while ago fear is really different like the fear that we're experiencing is like up front up face right? so i think also um to, to everyone who's really suffering right now it's really the best time for them to well i agree to this now to seek help right? because there are you've mentioned anxiety a while ago and um just a quick question about this how did you manage that that from day to day can you take it um so i I write journals Mm -hmm. like um normally i write journals when i don't understand why i am feeling what i'm feeling for example if i feel very excited i write journals why i'm excited what is happening what will happen what do i think will happen or what am i hoping to happen if i feel uh really anxious i list down all those po- possible points why I feel anxious. Um, so during the, the COVID pandemic, I wrote journals. I listed down what are those things that I'm most afraid of. Um, and then I started to, to kind of like um, group them together. Sorry, this is like really programmatic. I cannot approach it very programmatically. I'm a program. I'm a program right. person. No, go on, go on. <laughs> So kind of like group them together. So there are there are things that I'm scared for myself. There are things that, are, that I am scared for my family, and there are things that I'm scared for um, uh, some some other things like my career, my um, my uh, my friends. Um, so when I started putting, like when I started to paint a pic of how I see the face of each kind of fear. Yeah, I am able to address them one fear at a time. That's and I, yeah. So it's like, well, why am I afraid of this? I listened. So like you know, like there's this um a voice uh whispering to your ear every time you're afraid, mm-hmm. right? So like, you 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 should be afraid because this will happen, and then like you know, uh, I per- I always personify fear because if I don't personify fear as a separate entity, a part of me or a separate of me, then I would always um but uh consider fear as me or as part of me. Mm. So I try to personify it. Um, you know, like 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 when you see in the cartoons, there's an angel and there's a devil in both sides of oh, your ears. So okay. Something like that. So because if I don't, uh, if I don't define a person, like if I do not personify that particular fear, then I cannot separate myself from it, and then I cannot um, address it face to face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so was was that a mm-hmm. practice that you've been doing for a long time? Of course, writing is very good because you can express, and then 
you personifying fear was that a practice um i it's a i don't yeah it's a it's a practice i think i have learned it with uh with all like from all of my friends it's not only coming from one individual basically like mm. my friends and i share i have only few friends and like uh i think i'm i'm just lucky to have this sets of friends yeah. including you um because you know we always remind ourselves to be grounded and to be aware of uh how we uh, how we affect our environment so writing about my emotions love fear anger i always write them down and personify them and separate them from myself so that i can kind of assess whether or not this is correct or am I doing this right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, something like that. So it's not only fear. Sometimes um, if I like, if I, I feel super excited and very happy, um, I, I also write them down. And that's when, you know, when, when we talk like, oh my gosh, I think I have overstepped my, I have crossed the line because I'm super excited. That's yeah. because I wrote them down. Um, so like I'm able to address them and I, I'm, I am able to, Um, talk to talk about it to other people. That that's very nice of you to admit, and also um, I think that is also your boundary, your boundary to people, and it's very good because not all can are are aware. So or, or that level of awareness of you're stepping up a boundary or not is very good practice for for everyone. And we do hope that. Um, thank you for for sharing that to our listeners. So my next question would be, uh, I'm kind of curious because you mentioned about emotion. Uh, for the past 24 hours, can you describe one emotion and why? Why is that emotion? Oh. Can I share trivia? Yeah, sure. Go. <laughs> so I have, I have listened to this um, talk uh, in one, in one um, website and they have mapped out all the emotions that one person can possibly feel and there's a total of 33,000 or something thousand thousand of emotions um and uh yeah but um when we read uh philosophical or existential kind of information or ideas ideologies all these thousands of emotions lead only into two which is love and fear So all emotions are um, based on only two main emotions, which are love and fear. So the opposite of love is not hate; it's fear. Um, ah. Yeah, that's a very Elsa. Yeah. Oh. Do you want to do the snowman? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know you met from you for the past 24 hours. Uh, aside from that trivia, very informal. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I I just knew this actually. Love and fear is the of um, most basic of all the emotions. So what is the emotions you can describe that you have? Love. Okay, good. Happy. Love. Yeah. Very happy. So because um, first, within the last 24 hours, I was able to speak full Bisaya uh, with people who are also Bisaya, who grew up to be Bisaya. And, you know, all together, we felt at home at the same time and we felt at home with each other so i think that's one of the happy moments yeah second um i uh was able to uh ride my bicycle again this morning um i was able to practice for my marathon this coming november 
um, and you know, cycling, running, like physical extreme exercises always kind of um, uh, releases some endorphins. Um, you know, it produces more ideas, something like that. Yes, because th- that is also meditating at the same time. So my follow-up question is, I know that you do a lot of things with, um, aside from, from the work that you do. If you could do one thing every day that would bring you joy, what would that be and why? Is it physical or I don't uh, know. anything? Uh, anything. Uh, just one thing. Um, hello? Wait. Uh, um. No worries. Take your time. Whatever comes first into your thoughts. Support? Uh, why is that? Why um, can you? What do you mean by support? On on what way? Supporting people. Um, okay. Yeah, like well, from the from the beginning, I I'm I'm an, I'm the eldest um in the family, mm-hmm. and growing up, growing up, naman kasi, I know I have been the ones who always provide support. Like I am. Like I'm, I should be the one doing this. I should be doing that, and maybe it kind of like grew up on me that um, uh, it's it's not complete. Like I don't do that every day, but it's not complete when I don't provide support. So like for, like for example, in the office, every day, um, every every day, uh, during the first part of our work, um, people always ask for my support. And I'm happily give them. And I like during those times, I did not think that a day of work is not complete without me providing support. Um, and then at the moment, because of some issues, because COVID nineteen and some other other things, um, I provide less support um, to my to my colleagues. Um, and maybe that's why I'm kind of like. Oh, oh gosh, I'm just realizing this now. Maybe that's why I'm looking for uh like a, a soundboard or like uh maybe I'm just unconsciously looking for some people who I think deserve my support. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh that's your aha moment. <laughs> yeah. Supporting like, um, people. So let's quote that supporting people. Why not? Yeah, because um, I think uh, um, this is basically coming from me who've known you for quite a while. I th- I believe that you, you have it. You have it all along. You've been doing Which one? to people. Supporting people. Uh, like, supporting that, that's people. Very, that is very natural to you. So why do you, you go back to that core and you know ponder on, on that things, on, on how to go back? Because you've mentioned a while ago that Maybe unconsciously, it, it's, it is your aha moment, uh, supporting people that you need to go back or recheck or somehow refocus, maybe. But it's, it's a bit challenging, um, especially if it's outside work, because inside work, that's part of my um, POR, terms of yeah. reference, that every day I sit down with people and ask them what they need from me and then, you know, provide support. It's automatic. Mm-hmm. It's a POR, um, and whether or not whether they like it or not, I am there to provide them the support. 
But outside work, there are people who may think or may feel that I'm stepping out of the line and that's what I should be aware of all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, because other people might not be appreciating the support or maybe they think that they don't need the support. So, and I don't also want to kind of like um, violate those kinds of, uh, that, that valid um, mm-hmm. appreciation of self-worth and, you know, um, people have that kind of, um, um, like, like everyone of us have, have, a, have a different level of self-worth and when people, for example, me, when, when a person approaches me and provides me support without me asking it, it kind of like also gives me a, a, a sense of self-doubt, like how, why do I need support? Do you think I'm not capable of doing this? Something like that. So maybe that's um, also I should be aware of when I mm. reach out to other people outside work. Okay. Yeah, so, well, sometimes you do that, but um, as long as you go back to to that supporting people, you're good. Th- that is also my opinion and how I see it. So, speaking of that support, I'm gonna connect this to my to my next question. Hmm, this is very good. What are your primary beliefs when it comes to maintaining positive? meaningful service with others can you share it to our listeners or can you share an advice to us um well i well for me uh, i'm not sure about the others but i'm speaking for myself i cannot yes. help ev- everyone um i even if i kind of uh even if i deplete myself with all my resources and give it to everyone i will not be able to really like give or you know affect a significant impact um so for me i think one of the one of the practices that i do is to make sure that i am full like i service myself i provide service to myself first um i assess whether or not I am still able to genuinely connect with the work that I do because if I don't, then I have to step back. Like I am, um, even though this is not my passion, um, but I have always said that um, uh, passion is different from personality. And then there, there was there was this time that when I was interviewed, what kept me motivated to continue my HIV advocacy or HIV work. Sorry, I don't want to use the word advocacy. I have to delete that. HIV work. Um, and I said, like, um, HIV, like, I'm a person living with HIV, which means that HIV is a part of me. Um, it, uh, it, has became, it has become uh, a primary, uh, a primary uh, wait, I have to open that file, huh? <laughs> that quote, so that I can quote myself accurately char go, go on that's very good that you're you're the, the way that you deliver on on the word hiv because you know we we all know that in the philippines not everyone is really empowered to deliver that and i'm so honored to you know to receive this words from you and also from hello yeah from i'm not that way ayaw oh. don't <laughs> Go take your time. No worries. I agree to Kanina with your service, uh, uh, with serving yourself first, because um, I think I have this guiding principle that I've been telling everyone that uh, you need to take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. 
it's all there no na mm. when you are in the HIV work or with whichever that is you need to make sure always that you are really okay with yourself so that when when you give it's really what you need to right go did you find it Should, um not yet wait long sorry <laughs> one spark that i want to create a book in the future on, on how i navigate this beautiful life so why not to inspire the everyone that it's all about living and making every day count That's oh no i know i know i gosh sorry I, oh, I what's the it. word bring it on wait i have to be sure oh i got it i got it oh my god wait long all right so again um how do you describe the life path of your dreams or how do you uh, put it into word i can say i can describe it as my life path is a cycle of assimilation oh, oh. yeah it, why, A-S-S-I. why is it so, why is yeah. it so? As, assimilation because um um i it always struck me about the difference of an intelligent man and a wise man mm-hmm. and i always admire wise people and the difference is that an intelligent man learns from his mistake a mm-hmm. wise man learns from the mistake of others so during the life during my journey life path assimilate i describe it as assimilation because i learn from the experiences of others by relating with them um stepping into their shoes i assimilate or kind of like absorb um the 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 meaning of their um actions or the words that they say yes. and maybe make parts of it as my own Mm-hmm. So you know, like we 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 get like across across of across our lives um, and the work that we do, we meet a lot of people, and for like others say that it's you know we get inspired by other people, mm-hmm. or I am inspired by that person. But for me, inspired is not the right word. It's assimilate because I absorb their I absorb a part of them. Um, that i think would um help me in powering this through i love it so beautiful assimilation oh my god okay so um for my next question for you ined is this is about how um this is in connection with your mental health as well so my question is how did you navigate healing during this time I'm still on the process. Yeah, like what are the steps that you did for our listeners? Alcohol, first wash it. <laughs> what else? Um, uh, healing, healing takes time. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we talk about healing, like as 
I assume you like ba? healing like emotional healing yeah whatever that is but uh, we can check on the emotional healing or whatever healing that you are at the moment no, for me uh, um for me really uh, I'm I'm all for the self like um I'm all for um uh, I'm all for looking inside um first serving oneself first um attending to oneself first so if there's any um for me if there's any if there's any issues or um imbalance of emotions i always think that the source is from inside so there is something that i'm not at peace with um so if i need some kind of healing then i have to look inside what is that part that i am not at peace with and find um and and find and find that um vantage point where i can say that i have i can live with it i may not be at peace with it but i can live with it something like that mm-hmm. so it's always looking inward because our relationship the quality of our relationship with other people how we respond to other people is always a reflection of how, of the quality of the relationship with ourselves and the kind of response we give to ourselves so if we are not forgiving to ourselves we are also not we are also not able to be forgiving to others or if we talk bad about ourselves then that's the default that we also talk bad about others Mm-hmm. So I try to practice that when there is something that I do not like about myself, I talk about it as a quality that can be changed or can be controlled and not about me as a person because that will just diminish my self-worth. Um, and I also practice that when I kind of like have uh, a feedback about some, some, some other people that I try not to talk about that particular person because that person, whatever he is feeling, Uh, that those emotions were valid, those um, the actions, decisions, or whatever um, comes from an internal process that I do not have any right to step into. Um, that's his own and that's his truth. But maybe what I can talk about are the, the qualities and um, some 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 uh, so, you know something something that can be uh, that. are not directly um, directing towards his or her person. Am I making sense? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, you are making sense, of course. All right, so, ano naman to? Parang, this is another question as well. Um, what is the most important component, component, no, of a long-lasting love and relationship with people? Like, or pwede naman din na, you can start with yourself, to the people that you work with and others what do you think i know um component authenticity no oo True. authentic yeah. diba ano yan one word antique yan or authentic chart correct no parang it's always yeah it's very rare to find authenticity nowadays i don't know maybe I don't know what what sort of people that they 
that they forget about themselves. Why are they forgetting about themselves? Right? Well, I'm not sure how huh? because there are a lot of introverts and extroverts. But for me, I can say myself as introvert, but mm-hmm. my relationship with other people is outside me being an introvert. Because mm-hmm. I don't make ah <laughs> I don't like oh. I don't um uh, I don't build relationship with a certain person if there's no authentic intention to build such relationship both from me and from that person that's why i have only few friends because there is only rare rare instances that i can feel um authenticity of intention to build relationships from both um parties correct and that's very very true nowadays anyway at the naman this is like a random question that i um i think about Um, oh, I see. Yeah. If you have the chance to go back in a certain period of time and place, what would you want to change and why? None. Really? None. What? Really. Because None? everything that has happened, my mistakes, the decisions I made, whether right or wrong, all of those lead to this one universe of where I am now. So if I have the chance to change something, or if ever I will change something, that might have a change or a different outcome. So I think mm-hmm. I'm already satisfied of where I am now. And it, like even if I have to go through those mistakes and those sufferings and experiences, mm-hmm. as long as I come back to this state, I'm good. Like yeah. Um, I always, I always uh treat with extreme caution. Um, the act of looking into the past mm-hmm. um, because um, the past is uh, a non-existent moment which might impact our decisions today or okay. which might impact um, how we see ourselves today. And um, most of the time, it's because of comparison of what you were in the past and what we are now. Mm. Um, that's why if if like you know if if like I I I I I I look at how do you say that? Um, I acknowledge uh where I came from, Mm-mm. like you know that's significant as part of me. That is different from looking into the past. Um, like I came from Jensen. I came from like a very small city in the south of. In the South Cotabato province of the Philippines, like so it's like um near near a fisherman's village. That yeah, I know I acknowledge that I came from that um small, you know, small city, and then I came yeah. from this um community. I think that's a different, that's something different from looking into the past, where um you know because the past is like the decisions that I made, um, you know, things like that. Okay. Um, I have another question. This is on your take on activism, Namento. How do you know how to speak up or to stay quiet? Hello, ano ba yan? Target ba yan sa akin? No, it's not. Um, I speak up when I ah. Uh, Um, wait lang ha. 
Um, I speak up when the things that I hear changes the real narrative of the story. And if the narrative of the story um, involves, uh, um, involves, involves certain, involves a certain identity or chosen, um, well, not chosen, but lived identities and realities of people. There you go. Mm -hmm. So again, I'll do that. Rewind, rewind, rewind. Um, I speak up when I hear something that is trying to change the narrative of the lived realities and identities of a particular group of people. Thank you. I, I'm down to my last two questions before we go to the next segment. <laughs> I'm so fast, no? All right, so yeah, my next question is... No, what's the best advice of your mom that you didn't take? The best advice that I didn't take? The best advice of your mother that you didn't take and why? Be realistic. I think that's one of the best advices that you can receive, but I didn't take it. Depends. Um, because as I have mentioned, like um um like I'm 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 an imagine my, my imagination runs wild sometimes. And if like you I get this nudge in inside that when something I imagine is something that I am capable of doing, I get that nudge. Um, even if other people might see it as very ambitious and unrealistic and try to pull me down to be realistic, I said, no, like I was able to imagine it and I felt, I feel that I am able to do it. So why yeah. not do it, right? Exactly. Like what's the risk? Mm. <laughs> like there's no risk, right? So why, like why, why prevent people? Well, you know, why, why should I prevent myself to, to uh, to to reach that vision if mm -hmm. i believe that in i uh, they have that uh, why prevent myself to reach that vision and make it a reality if i firmly believe that i have the ability to reach it and make it real correct it's about yourself yeah Charm. that's very true it's again we all, everything that i've been <laughs> Everything that I've been saying here are like really true. Very now. Low. I love it. <laughs> this is not scripted. Oh, Hello? of course. That's the that's the beauty of backstory. Anyway, um, Eto, before I'll go to my final question, do you believe in love after life? Yeah. What love after life? Yes. Um, for me, uh, um, I like I have I have been brought up and raised as a Catholic and across my life I have uh, I have like um, well some some well across like uh, growing up I, I've met people who practice different religions so I have really close friends from um, the, the Muslim community like those mm -hmm. who practice Islam like we respect each other's belief system yeah. like I really love them I miss them now um, but I, I, I have always been um, from the beginning. Uh, like there's this question of um, 
uh, something's missing. Like, um, okay, there's, well, I'm not talking about religion, but during those, you know, um, practice of those religion, I always feel that something's missing. Mm. And then suddenly I have been reading all this um, and I have been also exposing myself to these different kinds of ideologies. And now I came into that belief that um, we are here on earth because our spirit has uh, our spirit um, has an objective of experiencing um, uh, or we are here like we like we are spirits and we are we are here on earth because our spirits um, are entitled to, ex- to to have a human experience um, yeah and once we kind of um, so basically uh, our this is my belief huh? I'm speaking for myself yeah <laughs> Um, all throughout the universe, the universe is created um, with um, energy, with good energy, because good energy creates, bad energy destroys. And yes. the, the reason why we are here, because the good energy has put us here. And the, you know, the good energy has created the universe. Um, and there, like we are, I think we are spirits, um, um, and I'm also talking about whether the potential life in other planets, but we are all spirits coming from that same energy placed in this um, earthly condition to kind of experience um, the experience, the process of discovery and recreation, discovering ourselves and, disco- and recreating ourselves, um, experience the, the joy, uh, the being able to define within ourselves what love is um and you know um uh enjoy and praise the the energy that is existing which creates so i think that's that's the reason why we're here um and love after life is basically um expressing the love that our spirit or our soul has experienced as humans and creating it again when we go back to the universe, creating it again into something else. Oh, that's very profound. I love it. Okay, for my last... I love it. Oh, my God. Oh, I just allow you to say your piece. My last question is, what one life advice would you like to pass on to? I just need one life advice. Hello? <laughs> I love that you have like three seconds of thought. <laughs> that is the beauty, right? Hey, Persa, I'll, I'll, I'll get my journal. <laughs> What would be the best life advice that you would like to pass on to? This is for our listeners or for everyone. Okay. I saw it. You found it very nice. Uh, Be the miracle that you want to see. Be the miracle. Why? Why? What's what's with that advice? 
like we um so for us what is a miracle a miracle is a is a is a touch of divine intervention miracles are miracles do not happen just like that no like um miracles are miracles are it, we we say that it 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 involves at the touch of divine intervention because it opens up something it opens up the heart it opens up the mind it opens up it allows us to see something that we have not seen before or yeah. feel something that we have not felt before um and that the the uh you know the 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 impact of that miracle is um enlightenment or um realization okay. and the more you want you know if you want to see more realizations and more enlightenment or more uh uh or more sights that you haven't seen before or feelings that you haven't felt before then be that mm. um so that others can also see like you know be the miracle that you want to see uh, yeah but it's so deep this is <laughs> very very good be the miracle that you want to see all right so Inad, before we're gonna go to the next segment it is your time to plug um you have you, you have your website or anything that you want to share to our audience take your time yes i have my website that's it oh chart I have a website. It's uh, it is www.inadqr.com. So that's www.inadqr.com. Basically, um, it is uh, an online library or an online platform for me to share my interests um, mm-hmm. and uh, to share uh, how I see the world. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? share my thoughts (laughs) um to share some insights like so i have like there are different pages of my website i still have to put in the details about my activism but you know it's very difficult to write about my activism because i haven't found yet that um piece of uh uh that piece of um genuine genuineness to write so i will not write until but it's, it's not a work. It's not part of my work. So basically, it's part of me that I put there. So I will not basically write. It's difficult to write my act, about my activism. It, I don't is, know why. it, it is. Especially if it, like, you want, you know, you've mentioned about genuity and authenticity-wise. So Yeah, because um, when, when I, so if I write my story about activism, I don't want it to be my story. I want it to be the story of activism. You know what I mean? But it's difficult mm. to kind of like, have that perspective. Got it. I don't know, but anyway. So, um, so, so these are the things that other people don't know about you on your website. Is that right? Like the art, um, the passion, and the. Oh, it's not that. It's not like like people want to know something about me, but it's more of like um, you know, if um, if if um, it's a memory. Like um, okay. yeah, I'm I'm. It's more of like for me to see the memory that I create uh, and then share it um, in an online platform. Like for example, 
um, my my cakes. So I put there my um, I have a lot of things that I want to do, but um, mm. I just only put there some some bits and pieces uh, where I created some memories with other people. So I put there my blogs because uh, what you do outside work. So basically asking them about um, mental health and, and balance. Um, and, you know, it created some memories because um, like very well, different people have different um, stories of self-balance. And then my cakes, um, I, love, I love baking cakes um, and it created some memories because um, one of my lang love language is active service. And, you know, when I bake cake, I bake it not because I want to eat it. I bake it because I want to bake for others, um, and you know, the, you know, something like that. And then my charcoal drawings because I had like I, I draw not to. Um, how to say this? Well, all most of my drawings or products were put into good use. Yeah. So I draw and sold them, but I did not get the proceeds because the first one in my art exhibit, part of the pro uh, the proceeds went to the um, development or supporting a school in Myanmar. Um, I agreed to do that because um, the owners of the French restaurant like is establishing a school in, in Myanmar. Mm. The second one, the second set that I did was for an art auction for COVID-19 um, to, you know, to, for, to help... The, to help those who are significantly affected by the pandemic. Um, uh, and then I think the last one is uh, a watercolor piece that I gave to a friend who is already home now, back to her home. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a watercolor of something that we both like doing, which is cycling. Mm. Uh, yeah, so basically it's kind of like a memories, yeah. And that's very passionate for you to to do your artwork, your to create an art and then give it to people. That's that's very different as well. Um and for your so, cause, right? Yeah, it's like um what do you call that? So um I'm I am only able to produce a work of art. Maybe others will not consider it work of art, but you know, I consider it work of art. It, when it, I am in, mm. when I am inspired, and when I think there is a purpose for me to produce a work of art, like there are advice, like in YouTube, when when I watch um, um tutorials that as an artist you don't, it's not your job to wait for inspiration. As an artist, it's your job to produce the inspiration and produce the art. Yes, create. Um, but. Yeah, but that's a professional way of being an artist. But I'm not an artist. As like I'm not like I don't have like it's not my, my profession to be an artist. Um, I use art to express inspiration, mm. my own inspiration. And what do you do with inspiration? You give it to the world, Char. Yes, of course. You don't keep it to yourself. Um, so when people ask me, where are your works? Well, well, I don't have it. I don't have it here. Like I gave them away. It's like, why? It's like, why? Why, why should I keep them? <laughs> exactly. Like, it, I think it, it depends on also on the artist. And that is how the way you see art. And you want to, to give your art to everyone. 
for for a bigger purpose. So why not? Why not, right? Okay. Um, Sige, thank you for that. And uh, our next segment, we call this the backstop. So um, just say the first thoughts. I'll be giving you some words and then feel free to expound. What are your first thoughts on the words? It's going to be a lot. Not really a lot, but just for you. Okay. Number one is life. Oh my God. First okay. Thought, first thoughts, yeah. It is not my own. Why not? Yeah, right, right. Okay. Mm. Next, growing up. My own. Mm. Love. How do I explain the whole? You can explain. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So. Um. Growing up is your own. Why? Mm. No, I think I think um it should be the other way around. Growing up and then life. Okay. Uh, growing up is my own because you know I I should own the process of how I learned the mistakes that I did, the decisions. Um, and whatever the result of growing up is the life, but the life that I produce of growing up is not my own because um, uh, we, are, we are wired for connection and connection means uh, giving something of yourself, giving something from yourself. So growing up basically is my own process to, be, to have a life that I can share. Which to have a life that is not my own, which I can share. Okay. All right. For our next word is gratitude. <laughs> gratitude. The next word is gratitude. It is a mindset. It is not a practice. It is a mindset. It's not even an attitude. It's a mindset. Um, because um, if you like uh uh. Uh, practice is something that requires effort and you know mm-hmm. routine. Um, uh, attitude is something that you uh, how do you say that uh, display as as yourself like as part of your behavior. Mm-hmm. But the mindset is it's the mindset is the the foundation of. Uh, how you act and how you relate to others or how you decide. Um, so if you have the mindset of love or if you have the mindset of gratitude, then all your act- all our actions, all my actions, all my um, connections will be based on gratitude, the mindset of gratitude. All right. Yeah. Next naman is acceptance. It's a very oh I wrote something about it in my memoir. You want me to write to, to read it? Go. Sige, go wait lang ha. <laughs> I love it that you're, you 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 are remembering the things that you you've done already and you're sharing it to the world. No, because um in some of the in some of my writings there are like some themes or some. Uh, like um, it's 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 a process, right? Um, yes. when you know when I it's a, it's a it's a process when I kind of like learn about my diagnosis. So, 
every every chapter there is one or two that things that I highlight and one of them is acceptance. Um, okay, so here, uh, the experience taught me that acceptance is a process intimately associated with oneself. Like some other processes, it needs a proper stimulus for it to take its course. Once the stimulus is sparked, there is no turning back. For acceptance to actually happen, it is essential for me to not only be aware, but also acknowledge that it is happening. This may mean that I need to get rid of my previously held beliefs that nourished my hopes or to change the faith that nurtured my daily lives. Most importantly, acceptance means erasing the self-image that I used to trust to represent myself, that concept that I constructed myself around. Being aware and to acknowledge the process of acceptance is an excruciating process because I am willingly letting go of an extremely familiar and intimate piece of my being. I love it. Thank you. Oh my God. This will be a part of the backstory already. Okay. I'm going to read this. Definitely. Next, next, word, next word, naman. Next word is story. Story. I have written, I have written <laughs> about story. Wait lang ha. I have to read it. Oh my gosh, we have the same mindset. Brainwave. Oh, it's a tawag na? Um, wavelength, sorry, not brainwave. Yeah. I have written something about it. Um, okay. Um, story is a me, uh, sorry. Story is a gift. I always believe that if we have an inspiring story to share, we are already in a possession of a greatest gift. And that gift is to bridge emotional connections between us humans so we can see ourselves reflected in everyone. Mm. Very nice. Okay. Understandable. Yeah, understandable. I'm down to my last two. The next word is time. It's an illusion. Why? Why? Why you say so? It's an illusion. Um, time is what in terms of physics, char. <laughs> <laughs> um, no time. Time for me, time is an time is an illusion. Um, although every day I kind of um. Uh, segment uh, my activities um, of how much time I can provide into it, but for in 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 like at the back of my head, it is always an illusion because um, there is no limit of period or length of days or length of years of how you can develop as a person you want to be. So it's all about self development. Mm. Um, like it's not a race. Like oh why why are you still there like your your cousin is already there or why are you still uh 
studying your um someone there is already earning a lot of money um that comparison is because of time um it's uh it's 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 a measurement of well it can be used as a measurement or means of measurement of your own capacity and also self worth because if you if one doesn't develop certain capacity in a period of time mm. there's some um, a different connotation but if we don't consider time as part of that process of development you you can think of anything but you know to to cheer on like go for it go 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 correct um, right and also um time is um uh, i think that's the best gift that we can give to everyone time uh huh yeah that, that, that's my take on that <laughs> yes <laughs> anyway yes that's your opinion, last yes. one for my last one back story the reasons why we are here okay yeah and we'll always um, continue to share all of our backstory because our stories are our own diba we we get yeah, um, narrative and we have the power to you know share it to the world go yeah um back the back backstories uh are the reasons why we're here um it is the embodiment of all our motivations of all our actions and decisions and as what you have said um it's um it's it's you know in relation to what you have said um it's it's a picture of the process of finding our own worth and value and purpose hi Hello, eh, minsan hindi ko na rin alam mga pinagsasabing ko. <laughs> oh my God, thank you, Ina. I hope you had fun for this season three of this episode. I'm so honored that you're here finally, finally after a long time. I hope that you enjoyed this thought-provoking and entertaining episode. And as Ina says... Backstory is the embodiment of all our motivations. Until the next episode, thank you. Mm-hmm.